Turn down the lights and go flick the candles Put the bell air on ice and then close the panels From your hips to your waist are the perfect handles And that booty poke out like a hump on camels Putting marks on my body, you're like a vandal when I shift in it Ain't no hydroplane, ain't got control when I drift in it You spit shining while I'm licking it Sipping oil you when you dripping it By the looks of it, you got that foreign engineering Ride it like it's power steering I love when you veering The finish line is what you nearing I can hear that pussy cheering Let's have us some cheering Clog up the lanes, I can pass you up Compliments are chronic when I cash you up If they keep on tripping, tell them Back it up. I was holding your spot, baby. Back it up. Cooling with my shawty from the west side. Baby body banging like an X5. She be always bragging, she the best friend. Maybe she'll let me take her for a test drive. Cooling with my shawty from the west side. Baby body banging like an X5. She be always bragging, she the best friend. Maybe she'll let me take her for a test drive. Let me wipe you down, I wanna see you shine See this is thick shit, this ain't no automatic And don't be scared of it, baby, you can grab it See I can drive slow or I can go faster I think you ready for your license, girl, you got it mastered She said she wanna test drive No down payments, baby, that's the best ride Cruising with my shawty from the west side Maybe she'll let me take her for a test drive Cruising with my shawty from the west side Baby body begging like an X5 She be always bragging she the best friend Maybe she'll let me take her for a test drive Cruising with my shawty from the west side Baby body begging like a What's going on, everybody? It's your boy Ticket 10 Mill here. Yo, it's Rocks a Lot from the On the Rocks podcast. How's it going? We your real old heads coming at you live on this Monday evening. The intro song. Let's do this. Let me do it right. Let me do it right. Before we dive into it. Our guy, Flamesworthy, Test Drive. I don't know who yeah. the gentleman was singing on the hook. At first, I thought it was him. But okay. I had to text Flames, and I was like, yo, bro, this is you singing on the hook? And he was like, nah, that's my man. Matter of fact, hold on, hold on. I got it in the text message. I got Shouts it. Shouts to Flamesworthy. Oh. Hey, that's my guy. Yeah, he was lying. He said my boy did the chorus. So he don't want you to know who his boy is. He will remain okay. anonymous. But shout out to him. I like that. I told him, I'm like, I'm glad you're back doing music. Everybody that has listened to your songs, we f- he was the first featured artist here on this show. 
to set off shout, the, shout, shout. the very first episode. We even premiered one of his videos on the first episode of The Drop. So he has opened it up for us completely to be here with these artists. And, I mean, he's like anybody else, you know. You got your life. Sometimes you get the itch, like, let me make a song. Let me make a beat. Right, right, let me do a video. Right, and then right. you just go away. And it's like, well, why didn't you focus on it? Well, because I'm making money here. I'm living life there. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I want to rap again. But then I only have an hour to do something. You know that's not going to work. <laughs> right, 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 right. And then if you're going to sit on something, you're not going to come back to it. Same thing with making a beat. If I can't do it in 5 to 10 to 15 minutes, I'm deleting it. I still work off of the demo version of Fruity Loops. I have my whole entire <laughs> life. And it's that not going to change. That's like, it's almost like a part of your algorithm now. It's like, if I can't get this done mm-hmm. in a, in a one-shot, one deal, then it's time to move on to something more productive. Bruh, I'm sure I probably have like 100 fire-saved beats that I can't unlock because <laughs> I don't pay for the whole FL Studio. This is ridiculous. <laughs> hey, look, first of all, shout shouts to Flamesworthy. I know he's come through for you. Yes. He's come through for me. Shouts yes. to him back mm-hmm. in 2016 when I was doing my Sweet 16s. And uh, I was doing I was doing 16 bar verses on the 16th day of every month in 2016. Yeah. And he was on number seven. And my listens on his verse on his feature were through the roof at the he time. Killed that and, shit, though. and I know he brought his audience with him. He killed his verse. Mm-hmm. He killed everything. And he came through for me on the stream. We had never met in person. I was I, I knew Nigel. Yeah. You know, what I mean, me and Nigel was cool. I ran into Nigel in uh, Water Country, too, last week. And I forgot oh, to mention real? that. Yeah, I ran into him randomly. That was dope, though. We dapped it up. It was cool. So yeah. I ran into his bro. and um, But yeah, he came through the studio. It was my brother. It was uh, King Koofy, uh, my homeboy Dorian. That was mm-hmm. on one of the tracks I played a couple weeks back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came through the studio, kicked it with his vibe, with his laid a fire verse for us. Like, hey, man, that was nothing but respect. So shouts to him. I wanted to put that story out there because shouts to him. He came through for me in a major way. I've known Flame since he was 14 years old. Dang. He came over to my house with Day UL when they were the coalition, right? The Coalition. I forgot about. <laughs> hey, your boy. Oh no, I lost you. Wu Tang of oh, Elizabeth okay. City. There you go. Yes, the Wu Tang of Elizabeth City. I knocked out. It was se- the- I knocked out seventeen songs for the Coalition album in four hours. I remember that I because you were between. talking about how ready they were. They were. They were so all ready. They were like prepared. They were like verse. You go. Verse. You go. I got the hook. Next beat. Like it took longer probably to mix each track after they were done than it was for them to lay out the verses. It's like they've been practicing That's this for crazy. months. But I remember James <laughs> specifically, right? Because he was quiet. So when I met him, he was like, "Yo, what's good? My name is Flame, uh, James, but I go by Flames." I'm like, "Okay, what's good, James?" And then he was next up in the booth, and he started his verse off. You better have a bulletproof hat, cause you know what the Mac would do. He said something and it'll turn your head wrapped into a Hindu. But he was reading from a pad and he was so short that his the mic was up here. So he was doing this. You better have a bulletproof hat. <laughs> <laughs> and that's all I remember because that's when the mic was taped up against the shelf back in the day. You remember the mic taped on the shelf. My dude, you were doing a community and public service by bringing people through and showing them. Like it just, it's, I don't know how many creative minds. You and in some ways myself, the way I used to do it too, a little different, but at the same time, we were like both discovering flight in different places at the same time. Mm-hmm. But just like the joy we used to get out of somebody coming through and being able to rap and leave with a song. Oh my yeah, God. That's the, that's the funnest part, the creative process. You remember that one day it was me, you, and Brian, and we had to all go to work at the same time. And I was like, I bet you I'm going to murder both of y'all on this track by the Yo. time we get off. 
and we recorded gypsies. Why are you freezing on me? That was that was the Daytona 500 beat because I got four kids and well three kids on Fortnite all at the same time, man. We all rocking out here. But uh, no, like that, that was the Daytona 500 beat. Man, and we I were really singing like, uh, that joint at like two thirty a.m. Shout out to pops for not kicking us out the house. Yo, I was a uh, I wrote I wrote a hundred bars for that beat because I was trying to get ready for you guys. I like, I remember how I remember furiously sitting at work writing bars down, like oh this is it, man. I tried to cram seventy five metaphors into sixty bars, nigga. Like <laughs> that was the, that was crazy. By the time I got to work, I already had like six bars memorized in my mind. It, that was like one of the easier verses for me to write. I don't remember. I, I remember the the writing process. I just knew that by the time we linked up that night, I was ready. It was go time. Like that used to be so fun, yo. That's why I can't make music now because I don't got nobody to make music with. It's not. It's not the same no more. Oh man, it's definitely it's definitely uh, competing priorities and motivations at this point. Yeah, oh, man. right. <laughs> like that's 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 all you can say about it. Like you have, I have too many ambitions and too many goals, and some of the ambitions are so tangible. That the things that exist up here, yeah. it's really hard to get those out. You know what I mean? I'm glad my life allows me to just have this opportunity to do these streams for the moment that I have them. Yeah. Because yeah, anything yeah. extra, they'd be like, what you doing? I work really hard to create this space for myself as well, to like have this room to mm-hmm. to do this. But you have to create it for yourself. It yeah. doesn't just happen in your life. Like, mm-hmm. you don't just... You, some of us can't just quit our job and podcast full time. You know what I mean? Like, you gotta go to work to have content, right? <laughs> but also, though, if your if your people if your life around you understands that this is important and you're only taking an hour, maybe two hours most out of their time, it's not really that big a deal. And also, the time that is planned is kind of like not really a big deal right now. So, yeah, and uh, my significant other um is very gracious to allow me this time and space to you know create and this this content um as she crawls around in the background trying to avoid the camera <laughs> she's getting better at that shit though that's for sure hey well said um, well said speaking of anyway. significant others we all okay. know we are a part of the black men don't cheat FBMA, Faithful Black Male Association. We've you've talked about it many of times. We've talked yes, about yep. it here on this show with me and Sham God many of times. The video is dropping tomorrow. I expect nothing but foolery. I cannot wait to see Charlemagne in a music video. This is gonna be amazing. This is gonna be amazing. This is gonna be the galvanizing moment for this movement. Because when you really boil it down, there's no evidence that black men cheat at all. There's just no evidence that exists. Like no one can point to any statistics. There's no charting data. Mm -hmm. There's no anecdotal evidence of this. So it's like we just want to grab control of this narrative before it gets out of hand. And um, I'm happy that Charlemagne and uh, Lil Duval and them have taken the lead. I'm happy to follow. You know, absolutely. I mean, at least we have it here. It's out in the open. I said it before, and I'll say it again. All we do is eat, cook, clean, pray, and fast. That's it. Oh, oh, I mean, you know, some of us are working on the fasting. Um, some of us are trying to get there uh, with my recent health scares. And uh, but, yeah, we're working on those things. The fasting. We're working on it. Uh, Absolutely. You know, the doctor told me that I would have to actively participate in this trying to stay alive thing and not just count on genetics anymore at this point going forward. And I heard him. I heard him. I heard him. I mean, I heard the, a lot of the 30s, the 30s come around for a lot of people. 
and then the 20s come knocking on the door asking for their body back and then uh, this is what they leave you guys with yeah and um it's one of those things where you know i peaked physically at the right time for peaking physically in my youth you know i did sports i have my my sports glory i have my military career that you know always to, exudes physicality you used to jump so, over a fence in a car each summer I just just random feats of amazing physicality that I would be known for. Mm-hmm. And so I peaked in the time when you were supposed to peak. And now that I'm declining, it's a it's a slippery <laughs> slope. It's a slippery <laughs> slope. I was genetically gifted, you know, and now that those genetic gifts are fading to the next generation, god damn it. That's all I got. <laughs> god damn before, it. That's it. Before we go any further with the music, um, did you fill out your Equifax form and information to get your 125 you know i felt it necessary for me to do it so i could tell all y'all to do it you hey know what I mean? that's I'm what like, we're here for please <laughs> that's people. what i'm saying like i felt like i had to do it i mean i put my name in mm-hmm. i put my last six on my social mm-hmm. they said you you have been impacted by this data breach yeah. i said wait well, that about a goddamn it you know because i figured <laughs> i figured that i had been impacted because mm-hmm. i have a credit report mm-hmm. and that you guys provide mm-hmm. so something told me that you guys i may have been impacted in your breach yeah lo and behold i was i was given two options six months or a million years of credit monitoring and then watch my credit and tell me all the stuff about my credit no i got that now it's stressful i don't need yes. to know okay right. i know that i need to call them people relax so i went with the 125 dollars option in which they give you an option of a check mm-hmm. or a debit card i went with the debit card option i did too and i will keep you all posted on how long it takes for me to receive said option they I said about seven forward. days right or two weeks somewhere around there <laughs> Whoa, <laughs> whoa! If that shit gets here before close of business Friday, I might shed an Indian tear. Okay. Do you already have it spent? It's, it's gone. Like it's gone. Ah, <laughs> like, I already got. I already got mine spent too. Bro, oh, I'm man. already. I'm already packing the car for Ocean Breeze. It's okay, like... it's a wrap. <laughs> it's a wrap. Like that's it. Oh man, I made sure everybody knew when I saw my name up there. I said, everybody, fill it out right now. Do the 125 because I'm sure. I didn't. I've been. I always monitor my my credit at least five Amen. times a week. And, Amen. It's part of being in your thirties, right? And I got <laughs> I got USAA, and they okay. automatically provide you with the free Equifax Boom. information. So yes, I was sir. like, Nah, I don't need that. And I know uh, there's no way for me to finesse the system to get more money because they want proof. Right. So I like you know what? I'll just graciously take the one twenty five. I'll wait for it to arrive in the mail, and then I'm gonna blow it on something random as hell. It's like I'm very studious about my credit. You guys dropped the ball, yeah. not me. Right. <laughs> okay, like I don't need your help now. I've right. already been following my shit. Right. That's why I'm gonna take this 125 from y'all. Yeah. Because you have mishandled my personal information. Mm-hmm. So here's my personal information so that you may compensate me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like I'm sure at most it. they probably got an email because I was hit with some like somebody's trying to sign into your account through an email which is my AOL account which is my spam account anyway so I, I don't give a damn that might have been an Amazon maybe somebody tried to sign in on Amazon yeah. in Pennsylvania once caused who, me to change all my passwords I was like fuck all that who cares but um, it's my, my thing is this mm-hmm. people are literally mm-hmm. creating empires and building billion dollar businesses on my data yeah if somebody's finally gonna give me $125 back I'll take that you know what I mean like Facebook became an empire because I wanted y'all to know what I think. Right. <laughs> and what I'm doing. That's a fact. 
Equifax is an empire because they tell everybody what you're doing and when you spend your money on time. So they finally get $125. They probably should give us $1.2 million for this shit, to be honest with you, but whatever. Whatever. Thank it's you. called a settlement for a reason. Right. Think about the number they came down from. <laughs> thank, thank you for that, Equifax. I'll be looking in the mail every day. I appreciate it because I ain't never paid y'all a dime to get y'all credit report. Mm-hmm. And y'all sending me some money now, so it feel and like they it give went. you one for free every year. Every anyway. year. Anyway, I've known anyway. that so, since the, since 2007 when the law first changed. It was like an annual ritual for me to get my whole real credit report. Like, and you just look at it and you be like, damn, why do I owe so much to everybody? Be like, I got so much to do. I blew that whole Walmart card in right. one night. Hey, <laughs> one that, night. That joint shows something. You was like, you were late one month seven years ago like why is this still here and why is it even relevant man i remember i was like 19 i went to walmart and the lady asked me in line Mm -hmm. you want a walmart card and you know i was like 19 yeah so i was like yeah it was like one o'clock in the morning at walmart she did the thing up i had like a thousand dollars in walmart money right there with just like a receipt with a number on it that man turned her shopping bag shopping cart right back around (laughs) bro there's got to be a meme of how i look turning that shopping cart around that day and it has to be like I went back oh, and spent like five hundred dollars that night on that shit. Like, and then that. later on when I had to deal with that shit, I couldn't remember one thing I bought at Walmart that night. And he spent what the what? next three years trying to pay the Walmart card off? Probably five or six just looking at it on my credit, <laughs> and then getting into a situation where I had to pay it off in order to do some shit I really wanted to do. Like, God damn it, that's the worst, yo. Hopefully, you, we man. can line our children up with better, uh, better financial. Uh, what knowledge i guess because i wasn't getting financial knowledge like that it was just willy-nilly out here in these streets yeah fuck that i can't wait to get this 125 and just throw it all in the air <laughs> <laughs> we still make it back to <laughs> <laughs> just throw it in the air like man i've been watching my credit for years and now y'all niggas sent me some money for it yes nigga i'm so glad i was paying attention oh, this is great man. speaking of which this all seems like exactly where i wanted to go this hot boy versus hot girl summer where are you on the over under are we winning or no um, hot boys summer versus uh, hot boys versus hot girls summer. It's the city boys versus the hot girls. Yeah. Um. Uh. I think I'm gonna have to go with the uh, city boys being up by about a uh, about half a rack at this point. I think we're up about 500. Really? I don't know what the scoring system is. I'm but more at like 1,000. I mean, Lil Duval's been really holding this down, and they've been keeping yeah. it real accurate. But I'm seeing more more hot boy action than I am city girl action. And also, the city girl action is a little bit of the same thing over and over again. We have given you a variety of hot boy shit. It, it was a complete landslide for the city boys mm-hmm. until Beyonce showed up with the Lion King soundtrack and brown skin girls. That picked Yo, a lot of them up off the ground. Pause. A lot of, the, I was listening a lot of hot to girl Ricky summers Smiley got revived. Show this morning, and Gary with the T was saying it was an outrage because she was talking about brown girls and not dark skinned girls. I forgot that you missed that whole controversy. I completely missed it. Light skinned women went crazy last week. Why? And you missed it. Because they're light skinned and not brown skinned. And we're Beyonce. All, they're all in the same. Beyonce. Beyonce is not light skinned. I don't know anything about that. What I'm saying is, is Beyonce. Listed examples of the brown skinned girls she was speaking of in the song. Mm-hmm. So then, some very misguided light skinned girls went and made a song called "Light Skin Girl" because no, they, missed they the, did not. They missed the whole point of the song as empowering the segment of society that doesn't get a lot of representation. That's she was literally just trying to say, "Hey, brown skinned girls don't get enough love." And so then, light skinned girls were saying, 
hey, I'm a light-skinned girl. You know, like, like y'all ain't been Gina in every sitcom since the beginning of time type shit. Like, and they swapped you know, that you got on your Viv. Pam, or you got your Maxine Shaw from Living Single. The hard, uh, no, they, they swapped out on Viv of uh, Fresh Prince. Swapping out on Viv and Come all that on, shit. man. That Dang. was definitely a whole little 48-hour controversy on Twitter. You know, you know what, what I mean? You know like, what that sounds like to me? Thousand-point deduction. It was a thousand point deduction. They came out, they got all outside themselves immediately. Like, it was like brown paper bag test all over again. What was the like, song? What did the song sound like? I didn't get the song. I didn't hear it was, either one of the songs. It was really dope. I mean, uh, the Beyonce the version. Brown skin, no, Brown Skin Girl was very dope. Oh, okay. I was about to say, what? <laughs> the unfortunate Twitter remakes were unfortunate Twitter remakes of was like Kalani and, um No, it wasn't no actual people. Oh. It was just like. <laughs> Disenfranchised light skinned girls Kalani like, what and Amber Rose on the hook singing and shit. Like, oh, I'm a light skinned girl, Beyonce. We need the one too. Like, single ladies wasn't for y'all, or diva wasn't for y'all, or some shit. Like, That's nah, crazy. it was dumb. It was a little dumb 48 hour controversy, yeah, but that, it was all that was real random for me. I don't even know how I brought that up. Nah, nah, nah. Shout out to all the dark skinned, beautiful brown skinned girls out we see y'all. We see y'all. I know my nigga Ten Mill sees y'all. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> I know my nigga Biggie know what time it is. Oh man, stop it! You know what I mean? We'll, we'll, stick, we'll stick right here with the females, which I'm proud. But I still see. This is what I didn't want to do. Okay, Meg and Nikki, their live stream. Oh yeah, I did see the live stream. I did peep the live stream. Nikki and Meg might... had a great conversation with everybody. However, it was pointed out to me, and I did not notice this. And if it wasn't pointed out to me, I wouldn't have had this thought. However, let me okay. start off with my thought without what was being pointed out. I was super excited to see Nikki actually enjoy a conversation with Meg, and Meg absolutely be hyped to be talking to Nikki. Because if that was like yes. me talking to Fifty or me talking to Buster, I would literally be that hype as well. Hold on, side note. Yes. Wouldn't it be mad awkward for your success to somehow like make your idol uncomfortable? Wouldn't that be weird though? Like, if you were coming up and somebody you looked up to was, like, made to be uncomfortable because you were becoming famous? Yeah. That's if, awkward as shit. If 50 Cent would to go go at me like he does, like, Young Buck and everybody else and owe him money, right. I would be super thrilled. I would be more than tickled pink. <laughs> I would be happy. I'd be like, well, no, oh, go I can't believe it. Go ahead and make your point. I didn't mean to cut you off. But anyways, so I was super excited to see that. I'm like, finally, this is what I've been asking Nikki to do this whole entire time. Hopefully, right. we'll get some music. Hopefully, this opens the door for everybody else to do some Kumbaya. I know her and Cardi Good B Lord. might not be doing that, but we'll talk about how Cardi B and Nicki Minaj did the uh, motorsport thing, which yeah, Rick yeah, Ross yeah. tried to do, but we'll, we'll get into that in a second. We'll get into that. But it was pointed out to me that Nikki only talks to females like this that give her props first or pay Nikki homage. If they don't talk about Nikki, if they don't big up Nikki, then Nikki doesn't even bother mentioning their name. Nikki doesn't even entertain them. And I'm like, well, damn, that might be the case. Uh, I don't know how this is going to make me sound, but even a waning queen is still a queen, right? Yeah. That's that's so. I mean, I don't. But she could handle it better, but she probably should be addressed but this first. But this is my thing, though. There's no competition in hip-hop anymore. Nah, everybody can do their own thing, have yeah. their own lane now. Unless, you, unless you're Tory Lanez and you want to go out your way and say, I'm better than everybody, somebody try to battle me. That's a challenge. 
Well, Tory Lanez came in the game copying everybody, so that was a, that, offensive for him to say that too. So. But that that too. But I'm saying, if it's not deliberately like that, then nobody's worried about what you're doing over here because I'm doing right. this over there. And there's plenty right. for they understand this generation of rappers and MCs and musicians. They understand there's plenty for everybody. We can all do this on our own. If we have personal beef, it's like real life beef. It ain't no music beef. Like, oh, I'm trying to be better musically than you. And then think about it like this. Fast forward to the fucking tour, my nigga. Yeah. Fast forward to the Nikki. Well, Nikki and Cardi can never be on the same tour because no. who? Yeah. Right. But the Nikki, Sweetie, the City Girls, the Megan Thee Stallion. I'm, I'm going think to that. that tour. I'm going to like, that. I, everybody has to go to that. Yeah, you can't not that. go to that because your girl wants to go to that. Like, you're going to be there. I don't care if she wants to go to it or not. I'm going. And I'm going to have my hand up in the air. Out. Don't give a damn about it, nigga. Yeah, <laughs> trying to figure out how to rap along the big old freak, nigga. Yeah, go ahead and solve that mystery for me. Right, body rolling and everything. <laughs> body rolling, no. <laughs> I've been trying to work it out all summer. I don't know how to, I like, I like the beat. Like, the beat is crazy that to me. That song is so hard, though. Yeah, man, like, I just, but anyway, moving you on. You gotta do it. Sometimes you just gotta enjoy it. Yeah, man. Be like, look, confident in yourself. Probably, <laughs> hey, look, look, look. It's probably how white people let's say the word nigga and shit when uh <laughs> when black people ain't around. That's how I be rapping big old freak in the car and shit. <laughs> oh, I missed it a long time ago. You gotta say it proud. Roll down the windows. Bump that big old freak oh, when you pulling up to the gym. Nah, but the tour will be crazy. And I was really excited about seeing uh Nikki and Meg link up and shit. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I thought that was dope because you no know, ain't no girl rappers doing that at all right now. So I think I seen young Nikki perform once at uh concert before with somebody i can't remember she wasn't the headliner but she came out with somebody i think it was when wayne did uh a and t but i could be i could be wildly wrong though hey, right but i don't know i don't know anyways all right enough of all this let's get into our featured artist of the week shall we okay this okay featured our artist is from central pa and his name is wtaf i don't know what the acronyms mean by it, because uh, he didn't put it in the bio, um, but he mixes <laughs> relentless trap beats with soft, soothing melodies and vocals. Uh, with several shows under his belt and a new release at the beginning of each month, it's only a matter of time before he takes the world by storm. Let's get into the first song of the evening. This one is called Sick of It. Yo, yo. something that I can live without. The only thing that I can't live without is knowing that I changed the lives of the people around me and helped others be the best that they can be. So just know this, this world will hear me, that I promise you, I will break through and I will change the fucking world.
I'm so fucking sick of what's in front of me The town that bent and shaped me rots beneath my feet And while I watch as the rest of us sit around Twiddling the thumbs, I'm gonna start a revolution Take control of what I wanna do Gonna let the fuse, gonna make you choose which side would lose The race up to the hangman's noose It's time we use the power of the music To manipulate the mindset that's been focused on addiction Live a vision of a life that isn't dragged down by some peasant Or escape from reality I speak of course of heroin Some people might get mad at me You better pay attention front and center When you look at me, addiction is a choice So choose your friends and family It's up to you and me, believe what you want Don't give a fuck if you want But I will not kick it back and neglect to do my part I've been given lots of power You can bet I'll use the ladder To transform this little town back to its former glory I remember when I used to be able to read the news And not see that somebody else had lost their life to overdose Every life is precious, so I will send a message And I'll be fucking heard So hop on board the vengeance I express to everyone who deals with substance There's a special place in hell for the likes of you You're the reason that my father lost his best friend I don't know if I will end this But I'll do what I want regardless of How my words might make you feel And that's the fucking deal Now to those of you addicted to the substance What the fuck are you doing? Don't just live your life for nothing Most of you have families that you neglect Just to get a fix I know you wanna escape from your reality But travel back in time with me Back when your parents used you and abused you Just to get a fix like you're doing right now So please don't do that damage to your children And I know that this disease feels like some hooks inside your soul Pulling you down onto your knees But you're so much stronger than that And know that I believe that's a fact You got so much more inside your veins than that miserable track Just know that I believe in you When it's calling you to make a fool out of you Rise above the power lies inside of you And when you're feeling hopeless Know this growth is a painful process But it's worth it in the end Some people might smack you down Keep you chained to the ground Fuck them all This is your life to turn around And to those of us looking down Just know you have a part to play By spreading love every day Look them in the eyes And let them know that they are loved For who they are and not their actions We hold the power to empower these people To turn their lives around I might be full of shit But at this point what's left to try I'm sick and tired of seeing all of these people die And I know that you might ignore my words But it was worth a try Alright, that was the first song of the evening by WTAF called Sick of It. You're muted. Mute yourself. <laughs> what? What? He, he crazy. <laughs> He's so weird. <laughs> What'd you think of it? Oh, man. Honest opinion. Yeah. Honest opinion. Honest opinion. Honest opinion? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, um,. Honestly, I had to step out of the room for a second, so I didn't get a chance to catch it. But I'm gonna catch it after the show, and I'll jump in the comments with my opinion. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I had to take care of some things in the background. It's blurry to y'all, but it's real life to me. Well, at this point in time, <laughs> I liked the content of it. I don't know if I've heard that beat before somewhere. It sounded like um, I can't remember where I heard the beat from, but I can understand what he was going with the story. And as far as the things that he was trying to uplift people on doing. Okay. I don't know if that just, I don't know. It wasn't really, a, I mean, it was a song. Oh, man. But I, I get the concept of the sick of it and what he was saying in the beginning and all that. Maybe the second song might be a, a better song format and fit. But, I mean, there's nothing wrong. His bars was there. The delivery was there. He could rap on the beat. It's just, I, I was I was expecting more of a bounce from his bio than... Okay, okay. Talking about his life and what you okay. need to do for your children and all that stuff. 
Well, I'm definitely going to have to double back and check it out to make sure that you ain't, um, you know, you're not missing the mark with your constructive critiques. Yeah. And so I can uh, I can give my feedback as well, because, yeah. you know, I put a song up here once. Y'all had some real constructive feedback for me, too. That blew me away. I had never thought about. Yeah. On that one, the one joint I did uh, was like, rah, rah, listening, rah, rah, listening. Mm-hmm. One of the joints I played, y'all mm-hmm. pointed out how the two verses didn't match at all. Yeah. Like the content from each verse didn't match right. at all. And I never thought about that mm-hmm. before. So. Yeah. I want to go back and listen to it. Check it out. Yeah, I just think that um, yeah, that beat and what he was saying it, that it wasn't for that. It wasn't for that. He could have okay. he could have better he could have put it into a song rather than just rapping the whole way through. But I understand what okay. he was. I no understand what, yeah, I understand what he was trying to do. I understand. Maybe he was trying to do. Where's he from? Central PA. Maybe he was Central trying to do PA. like seven p.m. in a, in Allegheny. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I got some experience up in Central PA, so I know that area a little bit. Unfortunately, no, so <laughs> I feel you. But shout out to him, man. First song of the evening, sick yeah, of yeah. it, by our guy W T A F. I need to know what that means. Yeah, um, that has to stand for something. Speaking of songs, did you see and listen to Vic Mensa's song? I saw some gifts. I saw some clips. Um, Vic Mensa is clout chasing on an almost multiverse level at this point. And so it's really hard to get behind the things that he does. I didn't hear one note of the song. All I saw was clips of the video. I want you to tell me a successful Rock Nation artist outside of J. Cole. You know, they're they're signing everybody up, but I can't point to anyone with specific success outside of perhaps a Meek Mill. Is Meek Mill on Rock Nation? He is a Rock Nation but artist. He's he's MMG though. We're talking well, about label. Well, he's sign. Rock Nation management. Yeah, right. he's We're Rock talking Nation about management. Okay. Ah uh, man, I can't I can't name anybody off the top of my head. To be honest with you, me either. I don't know what they're doing over there. <laughs> me either. Not with that. Um, Vic Mensa. I think I might fall in the trap that you fall in. With the outside actions, take away from yeah how you appreciate what he's doing. Yeah, because I've known I knew he had some good earlier albums, but as of lately, it just hasn't been good at all. I don't know what's happening with him. He did he definitely showed a lot of potential early on, but I think it was like, you know what he reminds me of? He reminds me of the light skinned brother on uh Blackish. Okay, like Rainbow's brother. Yeah. No. <laughs> And he's just going through like a hip hop phase right now where he wants to kind of rap, but like eventually this is fleeting for him. He's going to move on to like performance art and like dramatic staging of events and shit like that. Like, I don't know. I don't know about Vic Mensa. I feel like he probably was talented, but I don't know. His heart's in more of the clout chasing than it is the music, yeah, it seems and like. And what makes it even worse is like when he makes academics look 100% correct, it's like super bad on you, dog. He 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 hasn't had any good looks to me since the the look Kanye gave him on Life of Pablo. Ever since that time period, I when, haven't when felt like he's on Life of Pablo. He's on Wolves. Oh the yeah, Life of Pablo yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So because of that song, I was kind of introduced to Vic Mensa through his involvement with Kanye on that song. And as soon as I started paying attention, all he started doing was fuck shit for like the next three years. Yeah. Like nah, he's the only person that went on Everyday Struggle. And, and was made to act. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, like he looked crazy up there. Like, 
you woke up at six o'clock in the morning to come up there and talk that shit and then go put on a Confederate flag dress a couple years later. That's so wild to me, yo. That's so wild to me. And it's crazy because after that, academics has literally been pointing out everything that he does just to troll him. And he's been right on everything. Like, here he goes clout chasing again. Here he goes clout chasing after this. He wouldn't do this if he was popular. He wouldn't do that if his stuff was selling. I'm like, damn. Exactly. Like, it's like, for some reason, Joyner Lucas has more credibility than Vic Mensa. Because Joyner Lucas seems to be coming from a more genuine place when he's addressing the issues. But Vic Mensa is is a little bit different. Because I wouldn't know of Joyner Lucas if it wasn't for those things. But Joyner Lucas had a dope song. Uh, I can't remember. His latest single was Super Fire. yeah, he's provoking conversation. He's he's talking about these topics in a way that seems more genuine than Vic Mensa is. Vic Mensa is just are we lumping Joyner and Vic Mensa in the same category? I'm saying that one's doing the, they're both doing the same things and one's doing it better. One's not wearing a dress and the other one is. Joyner Lucas is doing it better. He's getting nominated for Grammys. He's having he has singles out here and Vic Mensa you can is throw logic right in there too. Logic is a clout chasing demon. Yes, this is true. Like. He has a a talent for copying, but I, whew, we don't have enough time for us to start talking about logic. Like we just don't. Like it took the wind out of my sails completely when you said that nigga's name. <laughs> I know, Yo. you know, because I know you so personally. This is the fun thing with you and Sham. I know like certain people Sham. that I could just throw out there, and y'all want to say all of this, but since it's being just completely documented, my train of thought. <laughs> right, but hey, look, you should play this game where you listen to a Logic song and listen for the moment he tries to sneak in the word nigga somewhere. He doesn't. <laughs> like, all his songs, oh, oh boy. He refuses to say that word now. Listen to the ad-libs, his latest single, the joint he got called Isis with Joyner Lucas, as a matter of fact. Are you it's really like upset ad- that he says the word nigga in there? No, I just think oh, it's okay. hilarious that he's like, this is one card I get to play every now and then. And I'm going to play it because I'm a, I'm a, I am look completely white, mm-hmm. but I'm going to throw nigga on these songs every now and then just to keep these niggas in line, just to keep them on their toes. You, you, you hate so much when people could flip-flop race however they want to flip-flop. You hate no, that no. so much. You know much. what I hate? You know what I hate? I hate a motherfucker taking vacation in a blackness. I hate a motherfucker <laughs> visiting blackness for a little while and then getting out of it when it's convenient for him. That's what I hate. That's the- would nobody pick this shit if yo. you had to sit down and pick your race you wouldn't pick it so don't dabble in the yo, shit that's the best thing i've ever yo. heard ever yo don't spend a weekend being black because you're trying to impress some niggas and shit then go right back to being oh, your man nah, don't do that shit in their blackness no. i like that yo. like that's what i respect about russ russ mm-hmm. came out and said it russ is like yo i'm a white dude doing black music like yeah i'm clear on that i'm clear on what this is provided for me right, i pay right. homage i pay respect i understand what time it is yeah logic uses his blackness as a token as a as a I'm gonna leave it at that. So I don't like yeah. I don't like people who dabble in this shit. I don't like Miley Cyrus doing hip hop songs and Mike Will made it for a couple of years before saying before denouncing hip hop and all that shit. Nah, we run all this shit. You either all in or you're not in at all. Fuck all that shit. You can't stick a toe in the in the water and shit. Fuck that. The producer that made the Shug beat, what is it? Oh Lord, Jesse made another one. You know that producer? That's I don't know the producer, but I know that goddamn beat. I need to find out more information on this producer because there no, was a, some- there was a mix today on the radio when I was driving to the gym and literally seven songs within that 45 minute mix was produced by this dude. And okay, I don't well- know if he's not getting enough credit. But he needs to because I heard a new Gucci song today with his beat up there that I've never heard before. 
And okay. I know there's songs like on um, somebody's album, uh, a couple of people's new albums that he's produced up there as well, and they've actually made these albums. So we need to look up who this guy is, okay. and maybe next Monday talk about him and everything that he's created so far, because he's not he's not Mike Will, he's not uh, Mustard, um, all these these tags. Um, who's the yeah, dude yeah. that does? Um, Oh my God! Take Heath, all that stuff. He's Take he, Heath, he, fuck he these needs niggas up. he yeah. needs to be right there with him because I've heard, like I said, six to seven songs in a forty-minute mix from him. Jetson made Jetson made Jetson made another one. Okay, and uh, yeah, a guy named Jetson made. That's that's what it's looking like. You know how they do out there in the South, man. You know, they pick that hot producer. He get that fire to everybody, and they line him up like he next, Bruh, man. He might be the next though, Southside. None, yeah, because none of his beats sound the same. Because this beat that he was on, it had Gucci, and it had, like, two other people up there. And I was like, what is this? Yeah, I got to figure that out. Yeah, I got to check that out. Because uh, the baby, that's that that that's definitely a different sound of beat, which yeah. is probably why it stood out so much with the way he rapped over it too. It being exactly. sounded so different. Too. And since it's such a popular song, you know, the song, the beginning of the song starts off with that tag. So that's right. how, now that I've known that that's his tag, I'm sure we've heard his beats before, but never paid attention to it as much as we do now because of the Suge song. So now every time I hear that tag and I'm like associated with Suge and how he's number one with Suge, it's like, Oh, this dude has been working, working. Yeah. And we ain't really just paying attention. There's really something to be said about the marketing of just putting your tag on your beats right. and just people hearing that and like I mean, your boy uh, 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 Young Metro. Yes, he pioneered that shit. If Young Metro didn't trust you, oh my yeah. god, that made every producer in the world decide yeah. to put a tag on their beats. Metro, when Metro and Southside make a beat together, it is super fire. When right. Metro and Twenty One Savage work together, it's perfect. Always. I just don't know about a Metro album when he picks up. When he tries to DJ Khaled his own stuff, I don't really enjoy it. I just, uh, what happened to me is that it became, his, Metro specifically became a formula. It was like scary movie beats yeah, yeah. over trap drums mm-hmm. every single time. And then once I started hearing that every single time, yeah. then I started hearing the formula and it got a little stale for me after that. But if like, you listen to a Metro and Future that works, if you listen to a Metro and Savage, like the Savage Mode joint. Oh, yeah, 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 yes. yeah. Oh, my God. 21 became one of my favorite rappers on that mixtape. Yeah, yeah. Like, easily. Yeah. But no, like, some people on those beats, it's just like, it's like a it's like a marriage. It's like the DNA Helix when these, they when they combine together. It's yeah. crazy. It's definitely. Uh, we didn't talk about this, but we need to talk about it now. Uh, the Double XL freshman list. You, sir, are a super fan of Double XL and the Source magazine back in the day. That is what I remember from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, on the cover, Tierra Wack, Gunner, Blueface, Rico Nasty, Roddy Rich, Lil Mosey, YK Osiris, Meg the Stallion, uh, Come Design, YN Design. I've never heard of that person before. Rolling loud, baby. YBN Corday and the baby. I think this is one of the first freshman classes that I completely agree with and didn't say why did they leave X, Y, and Z off. I thought it was a pretty decent freshman class, and me being a rolling loud veteran that I am, I recognized a lot of those people, and I was proud of myself because it's been a couple years where I was like, who? Yeah. So it was dope to like I saw Comethazine perform at uh, Rolling Loud. It was real dope. Oh, is that um, who it is? Comethazine. See, this is what happens when yeah. you try to read 
your history book when it's your paragraph. I read it how it we was talking about that last week. <laughs> how yep. it'll be broken we'll up. Be, but you okay. but you did that thing we used to do where we sounded it out right confidently no matter what you didn't know how it sounded but you said it the way I was like nah nigga this what is song does Comethazine do I'm sure I, I probably know, heard man, it but I don't know but I seen thousands of people rocking to this shit it was crazy yeah it was crazy I think we was waiting for I don't know if I, I think I was waiting for JID and he came on before JID and he had the he was running his set that's all I know about uh, it I'm, but. A, I'm gonna be real honest with you Roddy Rich is my favorite artist that I'm looking forward to to coming out with the album this year because he has been last year when I found Body him out joints. yeah last year when he dropped his joint I was like who is this then I listened yeah, right, to that whole joints. album and then he made me go back and listen to all of his other music and I was like this kid has been doing it for a long time um, so now that I know his sound I cannot wait to hear what he's going to do with the financial backing that he has now at this point in time I mean, at this point, to me, um, it's really like, I mean, they're all freshmen, but there's some clear varsity in JV. Gunner is to me. definitely uh, varsity. Gunner's definitely varsity. The baby's definitely varsity. Nah, Meg is definitely varsity. The baby just got popping this year, bro. No, 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 no. If you've been following the baby, I was put on to the baby last year, earlier in the year when he had that incident. I haven't been following him since he had the pamper on. Right, which was a couple of months before that incident. Right. And he so did Wa- point, Walker, Texas Rangers, what really shot him out. And then this year, he's just been on a roll. But if you listen to his old music and you listen to this music that he's putting out, two entire, entirely different to babies. All right, put it this way. Who else on that list besides Meg and Gunna are more famous and popping more than the baby is? I mean, you could say Blueface, Roddy Rich, YBN Corday. Ah, are you damn, kidding? You gotta, Corday, perhaps. Corday. Perhaps. I'm about to say, are you kidding me? Blueface, right now? Blueface? Nah, I'm not giving it to Blueface. Blueface is a novel. What? You, you, you. We lost you. We lost they you. They had to. Okay, wait. You're going in now. Say it again. They had to fill out the list with somebody. Blueface had to be a filler. It's a novelty act. Man. Are you kidding me? Blueface is a novelty. I guarantee I, you, we can ask somebody random if they know who Blueface is over the baby, and they might know who the baby is before they know who Blueface is. You mean they might know who Blueface is before they know who the baby? That's is. what I just said. We're gonna have to check the playback. Um, Blueface is a novelty act, so he may be more viral. He may be more. He might have more clout mm-hmm. on these East streets for people who aren't really paying attention to the culture. Mm-hmm. But I think the baby has a far more successful and brighter future ahead of him than Blueface does. And yes. I think it's obvious. Yes, because the baby is on everybody's album. I think he's a varsity player. He's on Chance's new album. Right. He's, he's on. He's not like varsity last... yet, though. He's not varsity I think yet. He, I think he's, as far as freshmen are concerned, here's I think why, he's a varsity. Here's why Gunna is varsity. Because Gunna has three to four mixtapes that everybody knows like well, yeah, you know I, give this that. one album from the baby and then if you want to do your the baby research you go back and listen we don't have to go back and listen to gunners we know about all of gunners slime joints well i guess my main point is that there's just there's just different levels of the freshmen this year there's the freshmen that we expect to do great things and then the freshmen that are just literally still freshmen working their way up still trying to build themselves up i think the baby your ybn cordage and meg the, the stallions i think they're on a different level than the other freshmen are 
Okay. For the most part. Uh, even that. Roddy Rich. Even Roddy Rich. You know R- what I mean? Roddy Rich is right there with them. Um, when like I heard Gunna's, Roddy Rich's album, I had to go back and listen to other music too. Like Gunner's <laughs> only a freshman because he took like a sabbatical year between senior year and college. So he's a little older than the new freshman and shit. He might have had a job and shit and then finally decided to go to college and shit. But Gunner. YK Osiris he, got that one song on the radio that I can't. Every time I hear it, I know it's him. And I'm like, oh, this song again. But then I always end up singing that damn song. Yeah, it's Roddy, <laughs> Roddy Rich. <laughs> Roddy Rich is the same way. Um, it's a couple of them up there that are the same way. They got they got real sneaky hits on the radio that you sing all the time, but you didn't realize it was these little young boys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But shout out but to no, the I freshman think, class. I'm happy with that. Yeah, I think they did good this year. I think they did good. They got a lot of people that are relevant, new and still relevant at the same time. You gonna watch the concert? No. Oh, it already passed. <laughs> yeah, it was on title. It was on title live. I kept clicking on it on accident and was like, "All right, this shit ain't over yet." I'm I want them to just it. run. I want them to just run the freestyles all in a row. That that would be dope to me. I don't. I don't I'm need to see a concert. It. I'm gonna watch it. I am gonna go definitely watch it. All right. Speaking of freshmen, let's get back into our gentleman, the featured artist of the week. Okay. Y T A F. Uh, the second song is called "You're Fine." All right. Let's go. Let's get into it. If I can process it properly. I wrote this song sitting in my room. Nobody around and no crowd to applaud. Except God. And I'm not afraid to fall on my face I've done it like a million times I broke through all the blurry lines I took my time when I wrote these lines And I'd just like to say that I'm less than okay But I'm thankful today for my friends And the way that they're holding me up Though they don't know to what the extent of their love is Just filling my cup And I give all of you so much time of my day Not that you know, it's just part of the game Cause nobody gives a fuck Until you're famous So I'll grab my notebook, write a sick hook Then my thoughts cook, know that I'm a snack when I get to it And I'm just a name without the fame But nonetheless, cares got a mellow charm to it and I owe it all to my family who threw it all, kept loving me. This is for you and not for me. Don't shut the door, I've lost the key. But I'll break through anyway with the pain that I can't display. And that's okay, I blame my flaws on me. The cause is lost and fuck the cause. Cause I'ma die anyway, but hopefully that's down the road. And if it's not, know that I made the most of life. I tried to fight and cried. Cause life's kinda like cyanide. A little bit is fine, but a lot will kill you. But enough about the inner machinations of my mind There's so much that I love about the earth that I was doomed to walk upon When I'm sitting out in nature and I'm talking to myself about the way I've been treating those I love Not afraid to make mistakes, everybody does And I'll take the blame for the pain that I've caused And face the blade if that's what it costs, yeah So take the time to love me if it's something that you want If not, I'll love myself in my wounds I've covered up with flowers and hours of hatred Born from another's mistakes that left their bloodstains in the pavement of my mind And it's about that time for a million years so it's no surprise that i have these fears but hey i'm human so what's to do then except drink and smoke and love and hate and masturbate accept my fate and learn to wait i don't like complaining about the things that make up my life and i don't like sounding like a bitch and i don't like thinking about things that i can't change but that i wish were different
All right, that was the second song of the evening by WTAF. You're fine. I'll see him in the chat. WTAF, what does the acronyms mean to your name? We were trying to figure that out earlier. That one had a bop to it. That one definitely had a bop to it. Yeah. I like I like his content a lot. Yeah. It's just it's just something about his content with his beat selection that I feel like the beat is limiting what he's trying to accomplish with his bars. Kind of keeping him in the box a little bit. No, I think it's like not I think the beat is not shadowing properly how well he's actually rapping if that makes any sense got you you know i used to have that problem too in the early days yeah. where uh the quality of my production didn't match the quality of the right, idea right 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 i got yeah. what he, like i said with the first song i got what he's trying to do i got where he was going it's just that maybe on a better beat i don't i think he was just better than the beat that could be possible that be, that could be possible it happens sometimes man it happens like sometimes you're just out here getting what you can get you know what i mean and you're doing you making Mona Lisa's out of crayon paintings, if that makes any sense at all. No, it, you're absolutely right. Yo, I liked yeah. it. I liked it. I did like it. I, I liked, thought it had a bop I liked his content. Driving. It did start to get the bop towards the end. But yeah, yeah. the beginning part, he was so lyrical miracle with it. It was like, mm-hmm. this is not working with the beat that he's on. But then once yeah. the hook came in and the next verse, I was like, oh, wait, I'm with it now. He settled in a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Dope shit, dope shit. Yeah, man. Shout out to you, man. I don't know if Rome has anything else to add to it. No rocks. I just thought it was a bop, man. I thought I liked it. <laughs> you you know was over there I just rocking like... Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm going to be honest with you, man. It's Monday night. So I was just like, oh, okay. We got one. We got one. There <laughs> <laughs> we go. Yes, okay. Shout out to our artist from Central PAWTAF, two songs of the evening. Uh, that one yeah. was called You're Fine. So shout out to you, man. And you're in the chat. Like I said, please, excuse me, let us know what WTAF stands for. I can make up a whole bunch of shit, but I'm not going to do it. Hey, don't get me started. It's getting late in the evening. <laughs> Rick Ross. Rick Ross. Rose. Rick Ross. Um, You know, if you were to do this to me, that w- it would kind of be fighting terms, right? If you tried to sneak me onto a song with somebody that you know I have real beef with, oh, we might not be cool after that. I might have some words for you over the phone. And we will have a long, nice conversation in person. I am not a proponent of fucking with people who fuck with people that don't fuck with you. Yeah. So going behind someone's back to put them on a song with somebody they really don't fuck with. When they could be throwing subliminals maybe at me on my own shit. You remember Stomp. You remember Stomp. I do. However, if you remember, if you listen to his interview, he said that he did the song. He sent it to Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne sent him a verse, of course, because that's Lil Wayne. Right, right. Ross took the instrumental with nothing and sent it to Pusha and let Pusha do whatever he wanted to do with it. So now he has two of these verses on the same beat that flow perfectly, and he could just chop and screw it together like you know good engineers like to do. Hey, and make I've been known to put song. a song together. And he has said that the song probably will never come to light, but they're probably grown now. They're probably past their issues of the past, but I don't think you will ever hear that song. With that being said, if I was the person in the room, see, this is why I need to be in these rooms. Because if we were having this conversation, I'd be like, Ross, that was some sucker shit that you did. 
And if they're really that cool and if those are both of your brothers and you feel like you can mend those relationships, then they need to give you new verses to that song. Do not knowing they both gonna be on it. Knowing that they're both gonna be on it. Now, playing devil's advocate though, maybe he was just trying to see which verse would be better. <laughs> like whoever gives me the best verse That's is gonna so be the feature that makes it. You wanna get slap Ross? Go ahead and do that. <laughs> Go ahead. You send me that beat, and I put my verse on it, and then you turn around and you put Pusha on it, and my verse don't get. You completely kick me off the song. Now I know what side you on. Now <laughs> hey, I know what side you on. In the immortal words of Wyclef Jean, you can make the song or you cannot make the song. You know what I mean? Like and, uh, it's one or the other. That's that. Then you cannot call me your brother no more. If I play you the Mafia Music 6 beat, let you rap on it, and then don't use your verse? Yeah. Well, no. Then you put somebody that I don't like on there? Yeah. That's like, you know, much. it's not even like don't like. It's like street don't like. And I think that Lil Wayne probably still has very legitimate concerns with Pusha T over how things went with Drake. As close as they are, I'm oh, sure yeah, Lil Wayne. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sure Wayne probably has some very specific concerns that he would like to address with Pusha T before he ends up on a song with him. Just because they got mutual friends, like that's, that's why would you even bring that up? You, you, I know you're trying to sell your record, but at this point in time, Ross, you have you have not put out a bad album, period. You might have classics over some of your other albums. Some better than others, yes. Yes, yes. Against you, you're we're grading you against yourself, right? Um, amongst is... your amongst your peers, you have not put out a bad album, but against yourself, right. Teflon Don. Deep in the rap, a little bit better than some other shits. <laughs> Teflon Don is my favorite one for real. Oh, Teflon. okay. WTF official says his name stands for what the actual fuck. What in the actual? That's what fuck. I thought it was. But gotcha. I felt like there was a what a the and the fuck, but the a was throwing me off. I didn't know if it was Aryan. Oh my bad. I didn't know if it, was... <laughs> it wouldn't let him type the f word because I have it all locked down and. <laughs> yeah, protect yourself. My moderator bot. <laughs> I will block you. Oh yeah, I forgot beat. about that. But uh, nah, Ross. Um, I definitely think that that was a very interesting way to reveal the makings of that song, the behind the scenes of that song. Uh, I like that thing. I mean, outside of the the, the co shit, I like to think he was a more real nigga than that. He was. He never admit. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. I'm sick and tired of this narrative. He never admitted that he was a co. He said if he was a CEO, if he was a CEO, it shouldn't be a problem because he was still doing what he was supposed to do for his people. If, not that he was, <laughs> if. I, I am of the understanding that there are pictures of this. We don't know um, those this... pictures, though. This is 50 Cent putting out those pictures. And you know how I'm a <laughs> fan of 50, and we know how 50 likes to play. And we all know how Photoshop works, and we all know how filters now work. <laughs> We ain't got enough time left in this show, but I will say this: all of us. Do you have know those... somebody from Florida? If you have <laughs> a man us... named Gunplay that's vouching for you, that say he ain't been no CEO ever in his life. All of us have those names we can throw out there that will completely derail whatever point we're trying to make. And Rick Ross being a CEO is probably your trigger, my friend. Because <laughs> uh, I'm tired of even, that. I, I don't even that know. People, he was like he. I don't even. He admitted he was a CEO and that he was shovel even, shit. And I'm like, no. He said if he was, if he I was. Don't even, I don't even know what point I was getting ready to make. But I thought, I'm pretty sure it's a solid fact that this nigga was a correctional officer. Google but if it. You, Google it. I mean, 
Pull up his Equifax. <laughs> we don't have enough time. <laughs> All that being said, we literally got Rick three Ross, minutes. I thought Rick Ross was a real, a more real nigga than that, and uh, I would have to hear a more. I probably have to hear Pusha's side and Lil Wayne's side, maybe uh, hear a more full version of the story to pass a whole judgment on how that works. Because I know how it is: songs, no, studios, verses. You don't know how it is. But I don't hang with niggas that don't fuck with the niggas that I hang with. That's so what I'm saying. You don't know how very it is. difficult. Right, it's very difficult. You, you to would think never, of me being you would story. never ever do that. Right, like I thought it was weird about how Pusha T was tell the story of how he would be hanging out with Kanye for a week, and as soon as he left, Drake would show up. It's like, damn, like I was just here. You know what I mean? Like, I understand trying to keep us apart, but y'all niggas is kicking it like that. Like, as soon as my flight takes off, my arch nemesis is landing and walking in the room. As soon as I walk out, like, I, I thought that was kind of weird. Yeah, but at the same time, that's a little bit different, man. And then it's also different because Kanye secretly fucking hates Drake, apparently. Yeah, yeah and that, that but whole thing's right. twisted and weird. <laughs> so, like, same, that's a bad example. But no, but at the same time, it's like, okay, we could say this. I have my circle of friends. You have your circle of friends. When you're saying you're going to go out, when you say, hey, Vic, you want to come out with me to go X, Y, and Z? And I'll be like, who you going with? You know, who all going to be there? Yeah, you know who, you get that question, who all going to be there? And you start naming off those people. And then you think about how that group of people act. That doesn't complement your style and how you act. You be like, I'm a pass on that. Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, I'm straight. So I know. Yeah, I, I know what type of turn up that's gonna be, and it's not on my level of turn up. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Cause, uh, so it'd be a little different if you was like, come out with me. Oh shit, Drake's here. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like right. that. That'd be like Surprise. that. Like, that's, what, <laughs> that's what Rick Ross is doing. Like, oh, I didn't tell you Wayne's on this song too. Right. Oh, oh my, my bad. bad. Yeah. Right. But we're gonna you put thought he was anyway. talking about you in that verse? Oh my bad. That's like the like, ludicrous Ti thing, man. Right. 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 Which was vicious and so. Oh my god, that was crazy. <laughs> that was like did uh the was... Ti officially take an L on that? Is that what we're gonna say? Ti caught the L on that one, but it didn't count though. That was like a sucker punch. Ti caught the L on that one. All right, that was how they did it back then. That was the only way you could do it back then because yeah, there was he... no internet, there was no leaking verses. There was he didn't he didn't pull up to Bone Homes with a lawn chair on Ludacris's <laughs> property. He sure as fuck didn't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He did that shit. Started low, but not him. Before we leave, before we end this, all right, we need to talk about Chance the Rapper's album. Well, two okay. albums. We'll start off with Chances. I seen Chance go at a lot of fans on Twitter over the weekend. A lot of SMDs being shouted out. SMDs. Yeah, suck my dick. Oh, because he was talking to the critics of his album. Yeah. Which is weird for me, because Chance, like, you would think he would be like, thank you very much for your criticism. I'm going to take that to heart and really value it, but he just, like, sucked my dick. It was like, damn, yeah, Chance. To, like, every, to everybody, though. Yo, you're like in Doritos commercials with the Backstreet Boys. Right, nigga, you which is the wackest everybody. move ever. I said on the show, I'm like, that's the corniest thing. Now you're out here for the check. You know, I want it that way. That, yeah, with a, what? <laughs> there was no parody or nothing with that. What were you even trying to accomplish? You have to ask yourself though when they're inviting you to these things. But yeah, moving on, <laughs> like all bags ain't good bags, and that bag of Doritos that you ate probably was stale as hell. Because that's I how I could, took it. He could have handled the criticism better, in my opinion. I don't, right. I don't know, I don't know where he's coming from with all this suck my dick stuff. But I, Listen, I, that's weird to me. Uh, some songs I was like, yo, he killed that. Um, yeah. What was the song? Hold on. Oh, uh, we I go, thought... we go high. He killed. Then he we turned, go high is fire. Then he turned around and gave you, I got you. 
and it was in vogue. I'm like, what the? F- what am I listening to, dog? What are you doing? Then he tried yeah, to explain yeah. that he was giving something for everybody. You gave us 22 songs of random. You might as well have called this a playlist because that's what you gave me. You gave me five good songs that I would go back and listen to, and the rest was like, I'm never listening to again. But I give you the first <laughs> run. It reminds me of. Uh, it does remind me of Coloring Book in that way a little bit. Oh though. no, Coloring Book is so much better. Well, because Coloring Book at first listen, it sounded like a random assortment of songs at first to me. Like, cause I, I that was my first experience with Chance completely was yeah. uh, Coloring Book. So at first, it sounded like really random music at mm-hmm. first, and then upon listen after listen, I started yeah. hearing more, started getting to more. Yeah. So at first, when I first heard this album, it sounded like a random assortment of music. It was there like was no cohesion every, or nothing with it. Right, every kind of music he wanted to try. He, but then on the third listen, the fourth listen, because I listened a few times, that's when it started to come together for me, and I was able to on appreciate this album. On this album, you I was able to, to this album four times. I've listened to this album at least three times. I'm on my fourth listen now. Like I just run the whole thing like multiple times throughout the day and let it go. So you it tell gets me you more... listen to like seventy songs. Almost, yeah, yeah. To be honest with you, so yeah. I mean, he has, there's like maybe three or four skits on this album too. So it's not necessarily twenty two songs. I think it's really I like seventeen skits. It's like 17 to 18 songs if you take out the skits or whatever. You take out some of the long uh, outros or whatever where people are just talking and stuff. But um, I kind of started to appreciate it a little more because it did sound very fucking random at first. At first, the only thing I was hearing in the beginning was the features. The features just kept jumping out. I'm like, oh, shit, is that Meg? Is that the baby? Is that yeah, John Meg Legend? Yeah, Meg was dope. John Legend was dope. The baby was dope. Is that Gucci? Gucci killed his shit too? Yeah. Like, I'm like, that, yeah. the first listen, I just heard all the features. I, yeah, they but he would put list. the joint handsome with Meg out there and then... Flip it with freaking ball and floss. It was just random songs, like ran, like no thought at all put into this. Even though probably in his mind it makes sense, but it don't make no sense to me. It could be some millennial ass shit where, like, not even millennial. Cause I think yeah, he's I before say, us. He's bef- yeah, yeah. So it might be no, no. He's younger than shit. us. No, he's definitely. I mean, yeah, younger, younger than us is yeah. what I mean. Yeah, but it might be some shit where they are just making playlists. Maybe his idea was to just throw it all at the wall and see what stick on some strange shit. You know what, how they do. What I, I was just disappointed in it because I was expecting the next level up to coloring book. And it's just we we've pretty much gotten what we've needed to get out of chance. We're not gonna get anything better. We're not gonna get anything worse. I don't know, man. I think he's wild. I think he showed a lot of talent. I think he still shows a lot of talent and potential musically. And like, I think he's wild, wild creative. So like, when that, you finally get to what he's trying to do with the songs, I'm 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 still kind of impressed. I don't Is this think one of those things yet. that I'll get it when I go back and listen to it three years from now? I don't know, cause I'm still I'm still digesting it. Like I'm still listening to certain songs. Like, damn, this is a wild flip. Well, that verse was crazy. Like I'm still digesting so much from it. Every mm-hmm. time I listen to it, there's a new section that I focus on. Where I'm kind of like, oh, this is really dope. You even gave it that energy to listen to it repeatedly. Because Coloring Book was such a surprise for me a few years ago. I listened to Coloring Book a bunch of times. It was blown away. I, I did still too. listen to some of those joints. Yeah. And so I'm like, I gotta give this a whole shot. You know what I mean? I want to give it this whole shot, and I've been just trying to rock with it. And like, I really I, hope he does not big Sean himself, because he gave the, me this good coloring book. Then he's gonna give me this weird randomness. Then he's probably gonna try to fix it because everybody's been hating on it on Twitter. Okay. I haven't passed judgment on it all the way yet. Like I have my, I have some criticisms, but I haven't all the way completely passed judgment on well, it yet. Since right you've now, listen to it good. two to three times. I'm gonna listen to it again. I probably listened to it a couple of times throughout this week because I already knocked my Nipsey Hustle Victory Lap album out today for the month. I try to Rest listen to peace. that at least once a month. Rest um, in peace. Hustle and motivate. Yeah, I'm gonna get that. I gotta get that tattooed on me. But um, 
yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and give it another listen. Maybe on Monday I might have a difference of opinion. But yeah, for I, me it becomes the soundtrack of the day. Like I just play it in the background. I just play it all day. I have my headphone yeah, in. I, I listen, listen to, to it, it on day. a good moment. I was cleaning the crib. You know, you hear it in the background. You catch the vibe. You're like, oh, this is dope. Okay. And then you throw some wild stuff to the point where Britney came out. She was like, what do you have me listening to? I'm like, this is the chance to rapper's new album. She's like, I do not like it at all. I was like, yeah. yeah. It, it goes a lot of different directions, man. But like, I've been able, when you're able to focus on it, I guess, like, I don't know that it's good background music at first. Because mm-hmm. at first, it just sounds like mad noise. Like, yeah. there's one song yeah. that literally just sounds like he's yelling. Yes. Like, he's like, ah! Yes, that's when but she when came you, out. She was like, what do you have me listening to? I said, but when you hear it, then you're like, oh, I get it, even if it's not for you. But mm-hmm. you still get it when you're kind of paying attention to it or whatever. That one, it, yeah. it ain't the best song on the album, in my opinion. But yeah, How I get it. I wish Chance's album sounded, which is going to make me pay attention to this artist even more going forward. YBN Corday. That boy has the best drop of the week. I'm Maybe hearing of the month. I'm hearing nothing but good things about YBN's album. Have you point. not heard it? I heard the first song because you put me on to it, but I hadn't got a chance to play the whole album yet. I heard it was one of the best ones. I mean, literally, everyone's saying it's the best album that came out last week. He might be your new favorite artist. YBN, Bruh. he rapping. Man, rapping. hey, he rapping. When I, rapping. Re- when I repost this episode, I will have. I will have a critique of YBN Corday by the, the time I repost this episode. The feature that he has with Chance Rapper on his album trumps every song that Chance did himself on his own album. Damn. I like Chance when he was going for that this is what Kanye should have done vibe. I thought Kanye produced this album. It sounded the Kanye vibe-ish. It's, it sounded like the album he wish he could have produced for Kanye, but we on YBN Corday. Uh, I'm definitely gonna check it out. I've heard nothing but I've heard nothing but good things about YBN's album. I heard it was the best one that came out. Everything is good. I, I don't yeah, think he even got a, a, a first from Pusha T, and Pusha T's verse, oh. of course, is always crazy. But YBN kept up with Push. He got a Pusha T verse. Oh, uh, I the joint with Meek Mill. He got a joint with Meek. Bruh, you know what's even, oh. here's what's crazier about it, right? While I was listening to the song, I said, yo, this would be perfect if Meek Mill was on this beat. And then after, he showed up. After the hook came, I said, that sounds like Meek. Your boy is doing fantastic things. And I think Dre vouched for him. I don't know where he's at, but I remember I him being about that. in the studio with Dre. I heard about and that too. I could see why. This, this kid's Damn. Incredible. This kid's incredible. That was a wild cosign. I'm definitely listening to that first thing yeah. tomorrow morning. Yep, and he got um uh, he only got a few um features. So Chance Anderson Pack that joint's hard. Uh, I would fuck with Anderson. Ty Dolla, you never gonna Always. miss with a Ty Dolla. Pusha T, uh, Aren Ray, and then Meek Mill. Damn, that's a dope feature list too. Bro, fifteen tracks, and he killed every single one. And he was telling his story. Damn, I gotta check that out. Yep, I have a report soon, definitely. Yep, but I could talk to you all night. We have to get out of here. Shout out to everybody. We did not do a drop this past Saturday, but we will have a drop this Saturday. I will okay. make sure I lock in this man, Rockslot. I'm locked in. I can't wait to check out some new videos, man. I've been a little fucked up, but I'm back. I'm yep. bouncing back. We already know the artists. I already posted them. Uh, they're artists from the same camp. I did this purposely because uh, your boy, what's his name? Um, T. Marshall sent me um two videos i said if you give me one more we can make it your whole company he sent me one more so this is the Damn. whole camp a lot they working working i watched the videos too i was ready to drop um but you know what 
Give me some time to catch up. Yeah, 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 yeah. We'll be surprised yeah. this Saturday. It's gonna be a good. It's gonna be a good show. As always, shout out to Sam, God, Scotty, man. Get healthy. Shouts, get man. Back You're right, on baby. your feet. Don't stress. We got you. We're holding you down. Health is wealth, people. He's Damn been he's been right. preaching this for two years to y'all on this show. And if you don't understand that, please take this as an example. Your health is your wealth. Don't matter yeah. how big your bag is, how much money you get. If you can wake up, you can use both your arms, legs, feet, fingers, eyes, mouth, nose, and ears. You are wealthy. I have it literally tatted on me. Without Indeed. without health, you're not going to be wealthy. Yeah, I got to get like y'all. With that said, uh, Rocks a Lot Podcast is out tomorrow. See? No? On the Rocks Podcast, coming soon. Baby <laughs> Check for Season 2, Rocks and Friends. We on the way. We on the way. Oh, wait. WTF was back in the chat. The reason why my production sounds off is because I'm not exactly the best. I produced the whole song myself, so if it shows, I'm going to keep working. This was super sick. Thanks for having me on the show, guys. Listen. Keep grinding, Jack. Bruh, keep grinding, Jack. We both, me and Rome, have made beats for ourselves because we couldn't find people to make beats yeah. for us. So we know exactly keep where grinding, you're coming from. Jack. So if you are making these beats for yourself, which they're, the beats aren't bad. It just does not match what you're rapping with. No, you're doing it, bro. When you do find producers that are working with you and your style, you're gonna be you're gonna be dope. You're gonna be dope. Yo, keep your doing your dead. thing, bro. Yes, don't stop. Don't stop. Keep doing your thing. Do do your thing, bro. As always, with your real old heads, we'll see y'all on Saturday, but we'll be back Monday, eight thirty p.m. We out. Yeah. What's going? On? Thanks for watching the show. It's your boy Ticket Ten Mill here. Hey man, Sham God Scotty here, man. Hey, listen, man. Appreciate y'all listening. Appreciate y'all watching. Make sure you hit them buttons. Like, follow, subscribe, comment, all that. Do all that, man. Catch us here live Mondays, 8.30 p.m. Join the conversation.